is Market Open Podcast, bringing you engaging conversations and insights from leading ASX-listed companies. We welcome our host, Stuart Walters, for another episode, where he'll talk to the individuals behind Australia's top companies of tomorrow. Joining me today is Daniel Tuffin, Executive Technical Director of Cavalier Resources, ASX Code CVR. Daniel has had over two decades of hands-on experience as a mining engineer, and now in his role as Executive Technical Director of Cavalier Resources, he is getting boots on the ground and fast advancing the company's near-term mining aspirations at the Leonora Gold Project. Daniel, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. You've just announced 277 untested anomalies at your Ellers Rock Lithium Gold Nickel Project. What does this mean for your tenements? Yeah, so Ellers Rock is an early stage um, grassroots exploration project. Uh, it's in a world-class address. It's um, south of the West Farmers upcoming Mount Holland Lithium project, uh, about 50 kilometres to the north of us. And it is um, about 90 kilometres north of Alcombe's Mount Catlin Lithium project. We actually started looking in the area. Initially, our, our, our exploration was targeting nickel and gold. Given that the, um, the Forestania um, belt, which contains prolific amounts of nickel and gold, is to the west of the area. Um, once we got our boots on ground, um, given that uh, it should be noted that this uh, there, there, there had been very limited to no exploration in this particular project package, uh, we did um, uh, geocam. We did over 1,200 odd uh, spot samples uh, gridded throughout the main lease. And that came back with uh, uh, three main um, anomalies. So we had three large target areas in which to start focusing on. Uh, looking at the uh, geophys in combination with the geochem that came back, it was clear that we had something there, but there was nothing outcropping. So uh, we carried out a deep ground penetrating radar survey and um, that highlighted 277 lithium targets. I, I should um, elaborate that those targets uh, are contained in the southern and central areas. We haven't actually completed um, most of the central area and we, we didn't touch the northern. It's such a vast uh, area that we have, it's 280 odd square kilometers. Um, we really just needed a home down on those LCT anomalies that we got and um, it's looking really quite, um, well, we look, we're quite optimistic about it. And, and we are so because the anomalies that we received here were also uh, very, very similar. In fact, analogous to those previously supplied, um, surveyed by Ultramed uh, down at the Alcom Mount Catlin project, which were coarse-grained uh, lithium-bearing pegmatites. So, yeah, lots to come from the area. Um, and, and we're pretty excited about um, making a, a major discovery. And what have you been seeing at your Leonora Gold project? Yeah, well, we're a, we're an exploration company that has a near-term gold mine. <laughs> um, it's about 25 kilometers east of the St. Barbara Mill, uh, which is now obviously Guahali is owned by Genesis. And we're actually in between Genesis and the King Ground that was sold into Genesis recently. Um, we're pretty we're pretty hot on the area. Obviously, there's a lot of consolidation still to come. Uh, and we're sitting smack bang in the middle of it, um, about two kilometres off the main access highway. Uh, since floating, we discovered a near a new near resource target, Miranda. So we have Crawford there with 118 odd thousand ounces of near surface um, gold in resource, and we discovered another target 500 metres to the north. We're still trying to find out the you know 
where the uh, origin of this material comes from it does sit in a in a graven which makes it sort of gets washed around and this is the super gene on that we're really targeting um we had outstanding heat leach recoveries um and you know so and that was an important turn for us because we were looking at the at the earlier stages of supplying this material as a as a toll mill um option in the area um but once we had a little bit of heat leach recoveries we quickly learned that we could probably do a standalone operation ourselves. So we shifted back to restarting up PFS, and that's due by sometime this quarter. Just how near-term are these projects? Great question. So this was uh, the Crawford project itself was developed up privately prior to um, being put into this um, uh, IPO for Cavalier. So it was fairly well advanced. In fact, so far advanced that it was really coming down to the application uh, compliance work with the department, so the reporting. Um, so when we inherited this, uh, or brought it into the company, that that particular project, uh, all we really needed to do was take that resource and uh, convert it into a reserve. Uh, that that's what that's what we really need in order to look at funding for this particular project, and and we're looking at really targeting stage one, um, the reserve stage one, just on the oxide. Uh, in the resource and the current resource which which makes up about 75 percent of the resource so whilst it's a low-grade resource overall there are higher grade pockets near surface uh, and we believe we'll be able to get a decent stage one out of this uh, with a fairly quick turnaround so to answer your question um, once the pfs is done we're probably looking at three maybe six months for the compliance reports to be done and put in and approved there's no reason why we can't be mining and producing out there by the end of this year. Are you planning any portfolio movement? Not at this stage, not necessarily. We've, we've sort of got, as I said, two sides to the coin with the company where we've got the Leonora projects out there uh, and Crawford and specifically supplying near-term gold um, to fund our exploration at Ella's Rock. You know, we want to be perceived as a, as a company that's an exploration company that's self-funded through mining, not a mining company with some exploration projects. So we've got a lot of work to do out at, out at Ellers Rock and there's still nickel and gold targets out there as well uh, that we, we, want, we want to zone in on. But again, it's 280 square kilometres as it currently sits. So there's a lot of work to do, but there's a lot of ground to cover. Um, we do have Malia Creek still outstanding in Leonora as well. That's 10 counties to the west of Marin Marin, and that's a nickel project, nickel sulphide project. We, we, we may end up um, looking at doing something with that, but at this stage... No, we're focused on getting Crawford up and going, creating those cash flows and really um, uncovering some fantastic, hopefully fantastic discoveries in uh, lithium at Ellersville. What are you seeing in the battery metal markets? I think we still need to have quite a, a decent supply of lithium and you know, lithium is all over the planet, but finding it in, in vast quantities over one and a half, two percent that's what we need. And, that, and that's what we've got in this sort of um, Mount Holland, Mount Catlin uh, corridor that we lie between and so we're really hoping to get some good results on that and, and i think lithium will come back uh, over the coming year um and of course you know outside of the battery metals market you know there is a saying that all boats float on the same sea it's not quite true i think there's been quite a disconnect now between the battery metal market and the precious metal market and perhaps even the base metals market you're seeing gold still cruising along as of today what are we the 30th of january it's it's 3050 odd australia uh, that that's not going anywhere anytime soon. It would appear, and and uh, there are a lot of producers out there making decent money off of that. So, 
Yeah, I think there's 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 three main markets to keep an eye on, and and there's some subsets within them. But specifically for battery metals, unless there's some sort of significant new technology made um, or breakthrough made, then we're still going to need lithium, uh, graphite, um, even eventually nickel will come back. Just just on nickel as well, I think I think we we got a bit spoiled. I mean, we all got used to it being thirty thousand a ton, um, and now we're upset that it's back at fifteens and sixteens. Uh, that's still pretty good pricing and with all due respect to some of those that have had to sort of shut down most of them were in development phases of their projects they weren't just humming along producing they were at that really critical phase where they needed to get more funds to continue or finish building a mill or develop the mine site fast forward 12 months what will a successful year look like for you and the cavalier team well i'm a bit of a gold bull um by nature so i i think we're still looking at a a quite high level US gold price and uh, we're producing gold very cheaply out of Crawford uh, through uh, heat leach uh, methodology and free dig for mining. There's no blasting. Um, the recovery, so the network came back with, with extremely low consumable costs. Um, <laughs> so we could be making quite a, a decent margin on that gold, fingers crossed, uh, within that 12 month period as we start sort of pouring gold. And uh, for Ella's right, I mean, it is early stage, but again, you know, we'll be watching where that goes with lithium prices in particular, but I think it's still inevitable that we have to um, have to have the lithium there. And as I said, there have to be you know, decent amounts of, um, you know, decent grades from world-class tier one projects. And so given where Ella's is, it's a lot earlier stage development. It's Greenfield, very early stage. So this time next year for that, we, we hope to have, I uh, drilled several of these um, targets, 277 lithium targets that were identified by the survey, and uh, be returning to start looking at developing a resource. Daniel, look forward to seeing how the story grows over the next 12 months. We look forward to having you on again soon. Thanks for having me. Cheers. That concludes another episode of Market Open Podcast. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, LinkedIn, Twitter, rss.com and marketopen.com.au. Until next time, happy investing. The content of this podcast is intended to be general in nature and is not personal financial product advice. It does not address the circumstances of any individual or entity. You should not construe any of this information or other part of this material as legal tax, investment, financial or other professional advice. Market Open and its employees are not financial advisors. You should consider seeking independent legal, financial taxation or other advice to check how any information relates to your unique circumstances. Nothing contained in this podcast constitutes a solicitation, recommendation, endorsement or offer by Market Open or any third party to buy or sell securities or other financial instruments in this or any jurisdiction in which such solicitation or offer would be unlawful under the security laws of such jurisdiction.